Hi everyone! Welcome to another episode of The Podmother with me, Patsy Ferrer, your Podmother. And this week, we have a brand new episode. But first, I'd like to thank our partners from SMART and also PXI who we have worked with today. So I just came back from our shoot for the Binigyan Festival with Inga. And it was a very great shoot and we had a lot of fun. And so we'd like to thank everybody from PXI and also SMART for trusting Inca to host the Dinagyan Festival sponsored by SMART. And it was amazing. If you've watched, I think by the time this is aired, you'll hear Inca speak in Ilongo. Is it Ilongo? Yeah, I think it's Ilongo. Yeah, it is Ilongo. And it was quite good. We had a dialect coach. They walked us through, you know, how she will pronounce some of the words. And she did a very good job. Of course, I'm not just saying that because um, she's our talent. But the thing about working with Inca is like, she's very, very smart. She's a genius. Like, she can pick up everything so fast. And it's a breeze working with her. And of course, you know, we had an incredible team with us today. So we had our makeup team with memes, skips, and Grey Chris. And of course, the PXI team, Sila Direct, Sila Jenny, and everybody who we've worked with today. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So on with our episode for today. So for today, I'd like to discuss what have you been doing during the pandemic or what are the stuff that you learned during the pandemic for me during the ECQ we've, we've been in lockdown for like three months right or more like the, the, the official one and during the first wave I think everybody who is at home found new hobbies you know and also new way of life their own new normal and some hidden or forgotten talents I think resurfaced during the pandemic or during the lockdown. And as for myself, there, it all happened. For example, my daily routine changed from just, let's say, waking up in the morning and working and working the entire day. Since there was a bit of a lull during the lockdown, I found myself waking up, working for a little bit. And then after I've done everything, even cleaning my room or even feeding the cats. And I was done for the day because work wasn't, there wasn't a lot of work during the lockdown because everybody is, of course, in lockdown. So I think everybody was still adjusting on how their own work cycle would work for them. Sorry for that. But during the first few weeks or the first month, everybody was adjusting. So for us in Cutprint Productions, even though we have been working from home for the longest time, I think it's our clients who also had to adjust. And for Cutprint Podcast Network as well. Previously, we go to our partner studio, Digitracks, to record our podcast but during the pandemic or during the lockdown of course there is still a pandemic but during the lockdown we had 
to find some ways on how we can all collaborate, even without going to the studio. But of course, we had to make sure that the quality of the audio is almost at par when we record in the studio. And so a lot of, you know, the podcasters are very, very smart. So they've come up with different ways. We've used different softwares, also web applications to be able to collaborate. But of course, time stood still and it felt like we were, the time was in suspension or something. And it did feel like we are stuck in time, almost like we are in an episode of Black Mirror or Twilight Zone. That's how I would describe it. But yeah, back to what we did during the lockdown. As for myself, I think I reconnected with my love for the arts. So before, I used to paint using acrylic. But I fell in love with watercolor. Not just painting watercolor, but how to make a watercolor paint. I made a lot of friends during um, the lockdown and in connection with um, the arts and crafts community. I've met my, my friend Isabel and also Janus and Christine and Casey and I had some watercolor lessons with Janus and we've learned different techniques. You know, the most excruciating one is making a rose bouquet that is so freaking hard i think if you ask people who are restarting or starting painting in watercolor that's one of the most hardest thing to paint it's the roses it looks really beautiful but it takes a lot of practice to be able to really do that beautiful bouquet and the trick is in the water so watercolor as the name suggests it's a matter of controlling the water in your brush and let me talk a little bit about it let me geek out a bit about watercolor there are three main things that are very important when you're starting out or when you're painting um, using watercolor one is the paint of course high quality paint makes a lot of difference there are paint that would cost you maybe 300 400 pesos per tube of let's say 15 ml to maybe 800 pesos to 1000 pesos per 15 ml so there are different price range when you're starting out it's easy to go by default you know buy the the cheaper ones by default because you're thinking i'm just starting out but no <laughs> it makes a lot of difference because if you are using watercolor paints that doesn't have a good pigment it would make your work very difficult and you'll get very frustrated similar to my the, the next item which are the brushes if you purchase a brush even for beginners that's not really that good and you start painting again it will really frustrate you because sometimes there are different types of hairs when it comes to um, paint brushes similar to makeup brushes so if you're 
if you know um, about makeup brushes, yeah, there are different types of hair like goat hair, horse hair, and so on and so forth. For watercolor brushes, there are also different types of hairs that's being used. So I was lucky enough that when I started again during the lockdown, I had this information because it will make a lot of difference, especially with the next item, which is item number three, your paper. Okay, paper is very important with watercolor because you're working with water. So like what I said in earlier, when you're working with watercolor, it's the control of water in your brush. The amount of water and the amount of paint you have in your brush. That is why when you're starting out, it's very difficult to do that rose bouquet. Because I'm telling you, go and check out in YouTube like how to do it and then try to do it. And I'm telling you, it's very, very hard. It takes a lot of practice. So for water, you'll need a very good paper. So what paper should you use? You should use 100% cotton paper. That's what I would suggest. If you're starting out, 100% cotton paper is very expensive because for the brand that I'm using, which is Arches, one pad of Arches is around 1,000 plus, like 1,400, 1,300 pesos. And that's the hot press. So there are different types of presses. Okay. We will talk about that in a little while. For the type of paper, which is cotton, cotton makes the paper stronger when it comes to water. Because what happens when you put water in paper? The paper will dissolve. <laughs> the paper will dissolve or the paper will break while you're painting. So if you use an ordinary paper... Just like in kids' project, it will get muddy. You know, you can see it peeling off. You'll see chunks of paper in your paintbrush. And there is this technique where you can pick up like color and water from the paper. And that technique is when you want to do like gradient work. And if you do that in a regular, let's say, bond paper, you won't like get any results. If you use that in... Let's say 25% cotton paper. Nah, I don't think it's going to work as well as if you're using 100% cotton paper. Yeah, there are different types of presses. One is hot press. Hot press paper is smooth. The surface is very smooth. So it is almost like bond paper. Cold press, it has a bit of a rough surface. And when you paint with a cold press paper, there is some texture in your paint. A lot of artists use cold press or this next item, which is rough. So rough has a rough surface. We, we, you can really feel the roughness in the paper. And some artists loves this because of the texture that it creates when you're painting. Especially if you're doing some sort of work with a lot of shadows and, you know, gradients. It's beautiful. So recently, I've been using rough paper. And it's been, you know, it's been amazing working with it. Even now, when I'm painting at night, you know, I see myself reaching for the rough press. 
is it rough press or rough? I think it's just rough. And then again, most important thing is your brush and your paint. I can throw out some brands that maybe we can create an episode, especially for painting. I've, I've been painting watercolor, more watercolor lately since the lockdown and also crafting. I never knew like I'll be into crafting, honestly, because I don't see myself crafting before. But for some reason, I evolved from painting to crafting and mixing them both and making it a mixed media. So how do you craft? Crafting and journaling. So I have a big shot die cutter here in my room where i've used it to make some cards during the holiday so you can see some of my posts in my instagram some of the cards and also i've collected a lot of journals during the, the lockdown and i've made different types of journal i have one journal for my watercolor mixing it's like a recipe book for that so i've been making watercolor paints also so i've been mixing paint so i put all my, my recipes there Different pigments have different types of mixes. So you can also see that in my Instagram. Um, also like my daily journal where I also design a journal. Um, where I, It's almost like a diary but I love designing it. And Isabel, one of my friends, and yeah, Janice, I, they've given me tips and tricks on how to, to do it. I have a lot of stamps, like rubber stamps. And it's been amazing. Like I feel like I'm a kid again. I love stationery when I was in primary school. So this is like reigniting that passion for arts and crafts. Only it's like a, the adult and mature version and it's really fun. And yeah, seeing my friends be happy, like seeing them smile or seeing them, you know, yeah, be happy with like my own work and giving it, you know, because I give them as gifts, like some of. My friends had these postcards of my painting that I give to them. Um, some had um, bookmarks, some as cards. What else? I think I gave some. Um, what else did I give them? I think I've given a lot, like birthday presents. And that's one thing. When you become a crafter, most of your gifts will be handmade. True enough, during the holidays. I've given a lot of handmade cards to my friends, bookmarks with my wax seal in them as a signature, of course. And they've been happy. So <laughs> thank you very much for those who said that they liked it. Thank you. Thank you. And one thing that I've also loved during the lockdown is that I've read a lot, a lot of books. I have a Kindle. And I started because I've been reading a lot in, let's say, I, I can finish a book in a day to the point where I don't know what to read next. Good thing that there was Kindle Unlimited and I can just, you know, click, click, click and like download the books in my Kindle. But of course, nothing beats the paperback, the old paperback and the old hardbound books to the point where after the lockdown has been lifted. Me and Inca went to Power Books and we bought a bunch of books, I'm telling you. One of them is Sapien, which is one of my book recommendations this week. Uh, guys, I'm telling you, you have to read 
this book. It will change your views and it will give you, not change your views in a sense like, well, yeah, it will change your views, definitely. But it's a great book to learn where we came from in terms of like our evolution, how we react and how you're able to survive. So basically, it's the history of humankind. And I have the book in my nightstand. So Sapiens, again, book recommendation of the week is by Yuval Noah Harari. And it says, Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. And it's a New York Times bestseller. My book, which I'm holding right now, has a lot of bookmarks. And it is very provocative, actually. It's true. And you will learn a lot of things about, again, evolution. You know, how our society came to be, I think. It's, it has a lot of interesting sections about history. Not, not just history, but our own race, our... Yeah, basically the history of humankind. That sums it all. Um, it's really hard to describe this book, but it's really, really good. I love it. I am, I'm holding it right now. I'm looking at it. That's why I was like, I'm still amazed. So when I was first reading this book, because I'm reading this with an audiobook, if the narrator in the audiobook is really good, I would listen to it along while I'm reading the book. So I would read the book and I'll listen to the audiobook at the same time. Just like my first, you know, my recommendation to you guys to listen to Ready Player 2 or Ready Player 1 with audiobook because the narrator is Will Wheaton and he did a very good job with Ready Player 2. So for this one, it feels like when you're listening to the audiobook of Sapiens, you feel like you're listening to Sir Ottenborough and it's really good. So you gotta buy this book and read it. It's a great read. How many pages is this? This is... Uh, yeah, 400 plus pages. Actually, it's quite... Yeah, it's okay. It's 400 pages. It's a fun way to learn about history and learn about evolution and learn about our society and how it came to be. So get it, read it. That's my book recommendation of, of the week. It's called Sapiens. And yeah, so reading movies watching movies i've always you know every day i try to watch one or two movies every day or more if i can and i do it for research and that's something that i think still became you know standard as to my day-to-day but for new hobbies it would be yes it would be painting it would be reading a lot more than I used to. I think I maxed out my reading <laughs> to 200% from my previous, you know, from the previous number of books that I, I read. Like, I think I was able to read like five books a week. Maybe on a very slow week or a very busy week, I would read three books minimum, but I would always be reading a book until now. But nowadays, since everything is starting to be busy again, I try to read a book or two a week, if I can. Sometimes I finish it the entire night. So when uh, maybe like four hours, three hours, if it's longer, maybe uh, two days, you know, I read it like two nights. And what else did I... Aside from painting, reading, and watching movies, I... A lot of things has changed. I was able to write more in my journal and 
I was able to tune into my emotions more and take care of my mental health. And that's been something that, you know, I always like to take care of other people. And I love nurturing others, but sometimes I forget about myself. And the lockdown did remind me to take care of myself because, you know, we had to stay healthy and we had to protect ourselves so that we don't get the virus. But aside from that, having that time alone and having that time to think about things also gives you the chance to be honest with your emotions. You know, that's very important. That's why I think a lot of people also became anxious and sometimes people also became depressed because we are more in tune with our emotions more now than before when everything is busy and loud. Now that we have a moment of silence, yeah, basically being solemn and, you know, being in our own houses and sometimes when everything has been done, we've done all our chores, we've done all our jobs, we've done our work. We have that time in a day where we just sit there and do nothing and just think. That's why I think I started writing. A lot of things that I wrote in my journal has been about my emotions or how I'm feeling that day. Of course, I'm. everybody knows this. I'm seeing a shrink. I'm seeing my my psychologist and she told me to write down everything that I'm feeling and always do my checks so do your own mental health checks if you're feeling very down today try to write it down and try to see why you're feeling upset or what triggered your depression or what triggered your anxiety and see how you can work through that. And with that, a lot of people did say that I think they've developed anxiety during the lockdown. And people often ask me, some of my friends asked me, how did I deal with my anxiety? Because I've had it since I can remember. But I've been diagnosed for how many years now? I think maybe 13 years now? So in my early 20s late teens i think and it's something that i've lived with so to be honest i don't know the feeling of living without anxiety the medicines that i'm taking right now it helps me manage the anxiety but it's still there and going to the doctor and talking to my doctor has given me the tools on how i should deal with them if i get an attack but it doesn't mean that it will go away. Same with my depression. It's managing it. It's managing those two. And uh, depression and anxiety comes hand in hand. They're like twins. One will not be without the other. And a lot of people did develop a lot of anxieties during the lockdown. And, you know, hence they've, they've been depressed. And I don't know really how to answer because every anxiety, every case of anxiety has its own different roots. And all I can tell them is if they're feeling something that they think is going to be bad for them, meaning I don't want to say this in the podcast, but if they have any thoughts of hurting themselves, they should 
seek help from a professional. Not even I've been telling people to go see a doctor, see, you know, do a teleconsultation with a doctor because I cannot answer their questions about anxiety, to be honest. And yeah, it's being locked in, cooped up, that will make you feel very anxious. But the things that we've learned during the lockdown and all of our new hobbies, a lot of people became really good at taking care of plants and animals. And everybody became plantitas and plantitas, which is really cool, actually. I don't have a green thumb. I don't think I have a green thumb. I think I'm better off with a cactus because I don't think I can be as good as you know my friends who took care of a lot of plants and it's fun to see not just that but you know a lot of people have opened their businesses people who love to cook to bake yeah they've opened their own businesses we've seen people putting out an ad for breads for ube pandesal for home-cooked meals that can be delivered to your house we've learned a lot of us really learned a lot during the lockdown and of course some of us also had to find another source of income because a lot of businesses have been slow so hence some people doing online selling clothes food the essentials actually during the lockdown me christine and, and casey thought of and did develop a uh, likamakulay so we launched our instagram page and our Shopee page where we sell watercolor paints. As for myself, I've made custom paints, so my own paints from pigments and then use different materials, raw materials that are very, very good to, you know, create my own watercolor paints. And I mold them, so you, you kind of grind them. It's mulling, 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 mulling. Yeah, that's the right pronunciation. You mold the paint, the pigments, and you combine it with different... Is it agents? Yeah, I think so. You can call them that. That would bind the pigment and the... Let's say the agent that would make it fluid. I don't want to give anything away because if there's a technique in making watercolor paints, you can actually check it out in YouTube and how to make paints. But it's a very labor-intensive process. And you need the right equipment and you need a lot of energy while doing it. During the quarantine, of course, and during the lockdown, we've launched our podcast called Sleeping Pill with Inca, which is number one and Spotify. And also it kicked Inca's career through the roof. And we couldn't be thankful for that. And when when we're asked, me personally, when I'm asked how my lockdown has been, all I can say is that we've been blessed because we have a career and I've had this opportunity to be a producer again, but to produce another person, hence talent management. Although there is no shoots, I haven't made a film really for almost two years now because of the lockdown, we were able to produce quality podcasts and 
also of course Inca is also producing a lot of content in Instagram and TikTok, Twitter and of course Sleeping Pill which helps people with their anxiety and helps them to fall asleep. So we are very blessed with that. But of course we also acknowledge that it's been a very difficult year for everyone. And the reason why I wanted to do this episode is I want to highlight the fun and light stuff. Hence, I talked about what I've learned and what I discovered during the quarantine. And I will talk to some other friends and we'll have them on the show. And we will ask them what they've learned or what they've discovered during the lockdown. And now, we'll go to our favorite part of the show. For our weekly recommendations. So, earlier I mentioned the book, Sapiens, as my book recommendation for this week. For my film recommendation, I would love to recommend this movie from HBO Max called Locked Down with Anne Hathaway. Actually... It's very surprisingly good. I didn't know that it can be that good, to be honest. So this was released uh, last week, January 14. And if you have HBO Max, you can watch this. It's... I don't want to give too much away, but of course, this is a film set during the lockdown. And I wasn't planning on... I wasn't really planning on suggesting this film or recommending this film for this episode. Just so that it will be very on theme. But this film surprised me. It has a slow start. It's a slow burning film. It, it will grow on you. So don't give up on it just yet when you watch it. Just enjoy it. Because for the most part, you can really see yourself in these characters. And I guarantee you, most of the things that happen to them, most, I said most, probably happen to you. And actually, it's, it's a very great film. So that's Locked Down with Anne Hathaway. Okay, for the series, here's the thing. Lately, I've been watching a lot of reality shows. I don't know why. I love reality shows, but lately, I think... My mind just wanted to be entertained. Just wanted to rest. So I've been watching a lot of Love Island. So if you have Netflix, go ahead and check out Love Island USA and Love Island Australia. It's fun. If you want to just if you want to watch something different from the Kardashians or those celebrity reality shows, this is one of those series that's very good. And you like it. I think we will like it. Filipinos will like it. So it's about a group of people that are in an island, hence Love Island, and they will be matched. And whoever stays or whoever found finds their match or finds love in the island wins 100,000 US dollars and for the Australian I think it was 50,000 Australian dollars but yes so that's the plot let me paint this to you so it's like survival and big brother and temptation island compressed into one show it's actually very good especially if there's drama it's very good and if you love RuPaul's Drag Race 
it's on again. So you can watch it every Saturday on Netflix. So those are my recommendations. If you want to have fun, if you want a lighthearted film, and if you want a lighthearted series. So those are some of my recommendations for this week. Thank you very much for listening. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode of the pod mother today i will see you again next time and we will invite some friends over and maybe they will also share the recommendations for books art maybe series music for the week and we'll also ask them what they've done or what yeah what they've done during the the lockdown so this has been pat's fair your pod mother and thank you thank you thank you very much for listening to my podcast don't forget to follow me on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. um i'm also in instagram twitter you can also follow cutprint podcast at for cutprint productions in instagram twitter and facebook we're also in linkedin and again if you guys want to reach me and you want to suggest topics that you want me to talk about you can just send me a dm or pm in any of my social media so again guys thank you thank you very much and again i want to thank my cutprint podcast network family and also our editors who's, who's gonna be editing this podcast it's either mj or ej thank you very much to christine who's doing my art lier podcast manager um mocha rowan and the entire team and our kapad milias here in cutprint podcast network so thank you very much god bless everyone and see you again in the next episode bye